Inquisitor Saya and the Ninth Sister continue their search for the source of the quakes, yet the underbelly of Coruscant has more to throw in their way. It's been about an hour since you made your impromptu camp. What have you been doing for the last hour, Castian? Castian, honestly, is just kind of closing his eyes. He's telling himself that he's meditating and thinking, but he is going to doze off because he hasn't been sleeping well. That's true. At first, it's just him meditating, and then eventually it's him being woken up by someone. You've actually been woken up by the feeling of another earthquake. I sit up immediately, taking in a deep breath before looking around. Uh, situation! There's just another seismic event. Nothing to be concerned about. I look towards the ninth sister, nodding my head before climbing to my feet. How long has it been? An hour. We should get going, then. Men, ready? They nod. Everything is covered in a little bit of dust from the seismic activity. No major pieces of debris were knocked loose, but little stones and pellets kind of rattle down on everybody. Was it an intense one, or was it fairly small? It seemed small. Awesome. You can use knowledge if you would like to figure out if that had any significance. It's going yeah. to be three purples, because... Because I'm not a scientist. No, actually, I'm not allowed to change difficulty like that. The rules of the game say that difficulty should be the same across the board. Um, and that's right. If you have really good dice, then that's what you mm-hmm. know. Get me. That's that's smart. And you said lore. Yes. Oh, well, my lore is the same. Oh wow! So I got two successes and three threats. So from you read a little bit of background on earthquakes, at least how they occur around the galaxy, because obviously <laughs> Coruscant isn't supposed to have earthquakes. Flashback to a mad search on Wikipedia. Yes. <laughs> Wikipedia, I believe you mean. (laughs) That research would dictate that if these were naturally occurring earthquakes, being closer to the source would have meant a more intense quake. Interesting. But with your threats, any other uh, checks regarding the earthquakes are going to have a black die. Cool. So um, I burned out that synapsis with every ounce of my being. That's strange. If this what was, is? If this was naturally occurring, that would have been a lot more violent. This means that these are not natural. Or it means the danger is passing. Wouldn't that be great? I'm sure that's exactly what's going on. Great detective work. And I'm grabbing my stuff and I'm heading out towards the door. And we're, you said we're on a new level? Yes. I'm. I'm walking out first. So this level is mostly... It's another very compacted level to the point that you had found a little doorway to scurry into. But beyond that, it's almost like you're in a canyon, a canyon of metal scrap. Think a little bit like Wally when he was cubing up all of the junk. Oh, it's like the Death Star Trench? Yes. But small. Yes. Yeah, yeah cool. It's person-sized, not small ship-sized. Cool, cool. Yeah, I am moving through that uh, slowly, keeping an eye out for those damn slugs or any sign of them. Mm-hmm. This passage, this trench, goes on for quite a while without any breaks. 
as you're looking around, you kind of think maybe this was used as some kind of passageway at one time. You know, maybe this was an ancient garbage dump, essentially. And this was how workers or machines moved from place to place. So that's why this aisle was here. Mm. And at the end of it, which takes you a good 30 minutes of just walking straight down, you find another lift hatch. Like an ass, I look back towards... You said there was four stormtroopers and the, the ninth, ninth sister. sister. I give them a, a smile, then reach out and press the going down button. Nothing happens. Damn. And yeah, I'm going to try to wedge this thing open then. I'm not going to use my lightsaber. I'm just going to wedge it open. You're able to. It groans a little what bit. What am I with doing? I'm going to have the, the stormtroopers do it. They are able to. It groans a little bit with, with rust and, and disuse, but with a screech of metal, they're able to force it open. And you look into a black lift shaft. First, I shine up just mm -hmm. to make sure there's nothing flying down. And then I'm shining it down to see if there's any ladders, anything like that, that we can climb down or any sources of light down there as mm -hmm. well. You don't see anything above. And on the far side is an access ladder. It looks a little worse for the wear. Several of the rungs have been broken, but it's a mostly intact ladder. Looking down, you don't see any sources of light. Your torch gives out before it seems to reach the bottom. Cool. So this is a relatively clear shaft. Let's be careful. And then I'm going to go to the ladder. Not jump, just kind of scurry towards it or reach, trying to make it as... I don't want to put as much weight as I can on it. Sure. So. That's going to be a coordination check. It'll be easy, just one purple. One success and one advantage. Nice. I'm going to give that advantage to the ninth sister because she sees where you put your weight. She gets two successes and two advantages, which is going to be enough for all the stormtroopers to make it. These guys, my boys. But now I need an athletics check. This is going to be average difficulty of two purples in order to make your way down the ladder without any problems. Three successes, one triumph, one threat. All right, so triumph means you make it down easily. The threat is going to be a black die to your next roll in the elevator shaft. Great. The ninth sister rolled two successes and an advantage. And then... Can my triumph be for the stormtroopers? Yes, it can. So we stormtroopers, once again, make it down without having to roll? Yep. <laughs> These guys are my bros. Yeah, so we're going to continue down as far as we can. But the the further we go, the less convinced I am that this is a safe ladder. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to start looking for any easily accessible exits to okay. this shaft. All right. Give me a perception roll. This is going to be hard, which is three purples. And I got a threat. Oh, all right. You're not seeing any more hatches. You've ended up in the express lift, apparently. So you aren't seeing, you're looking what you feel like should be every couple of levels, but it's also possible maybe, and the levels aren't a uniform distance. So you're either on the express route or this next level is really far down below the last one. Oh, <laughs> okay. And in fact, you end up having to stop because you actually reach what is right now the bottom of the shaft. There's a bunch of debris that has piled into the shaft here. Okay. My character, he's pressing his feet down onto the trash to see how sturdy it is. Mm -hmm. It groans under your, your weight, but seems to hold. And there's no exit. This is just a blocked shaft. As you are looking around, kind of shining your torch, you see about six inches 
of wedged open door rising up from the bottom of the the debris. So the debris seems to have closed off just above a, a door. I'm going to take out my lightsaber and I'm going to make that door a little bit bigger. And I'm going to tell the ninth sister to keep an eye out. All right. She is on the lookout. Good for her. So, yeah, I'm going to try to do this as quickly as possible, hopefully without hitting anything that's important. All right, then. That is going to be a lightsaber check. It's going to be difficulty two, but you get a black die because you are trying to be so stealthy and, and careful with a, a weapon that isn't the most precise. Yeah. So two and did you purple all re- and a black, right? Yes. And did you use your black for your perception roll? Oh, no, I didn't. That you're so, supposed to, so another black. Use it here. You got a triumph. Oh, I do got a triumph, but I got I failed. Yes, but you also got a triumph. Okay. So you failed excellently. <laughs> it was an excellent screw up. So your lightsaber easily cuts through the top of the door frame and into the wall seems to be cutting through metal so you're able to do that without a problem but something about how you thrust the lightsaber through maybe you don't do it quite precisely enough the debris begins to shift and it's going to actually start collapsing so everybody is going to need to make coordination checks a hard coordination check, so a difficulty three, in order to make it through this hole that you have managed to cut through. Oh, are they off the rung? Are we all standing on this thing? No, actually. So the Ninth Sister was standing on the debris as well. Okay, so but the troopers are not. The troopers are not yet. Because they're smart. Oh, my goodness. These guys are going to the 501. One fail and one success. Uh, no. One advantage. Yeah, all right. Well, the Ninth Sister got two failures. With no advantages. <laughs> so as as the, the debris is beginning to shift and tilt down, you hear the Night Sister scream echo up the lift shaft as the debris right under her feet gives away. I have a slight smirk on my cheek. As the debris under your feet gives way. I don't scream. <laughs> it's like, give me a vigilance roll. No, give me a cool roll to see if you scream. You know what? I'm going to do that. Give me a cool roll. Why. I really want to see if my character doesn't scream like a five-year-old. Uh, and give yourself a black die. Oh, no, you had. Give yourself a blue die for that advantage that you had. Difficulty one. <laughs> I have a triumph. <laughs> <laughs> wow, a triumph. How many successes? Two successes. And so an I- advantage. So, all right, you are like stone-faced as you fall down this shaft, apparently. So I'm not panicking then. You are not panicking at all. This is just another day for Castian and Saya. Okay. So we're falling. You are falling. We're, me and the ninth sister are falling. Yes, and the stormtroopers are left up on that ladder. Yay! I wanted to get rid of them, so I didn't... Because that is your triumph. You- uh, yeah, I didn't want to see them die. Because of your triumph, you've not dropped your torch. Cool. What Castian's going to do is, first off, lightsaber <laughs> gets put away. Smart. Falling lightsabers. Not not a safe thing. He's dropping his torch. Okay, he's going to drop the torch. And he's going to do a free fall, like, you know, straighten his body, and he's trying to get down to the ninth, uh, ninth sister as quickly as possible. Okay. Then he's going to grab her. All right. And then he's going to try to use the force. Ooh. At least slow them down so they can grab onto something. All right. You have move? Yes, I do have move. So I'm going to have to actually generate a, f- uh, a, j- a die, right? What? D- um, how, how many? I can move two silhouette 
objects because I got a, a move. Oh, I believe you. Yeah. yeah, I got a magnitude of one and a ma- and a strength of one. I would need to spend two. Yeah, you need to generate two. For- oh, this is going to be really painful. I got the force. Oh. I got white side, and we found out that when I use light side, not only do I take the strain. You have to flip your light side points to dark side. Yes. So I have to use both of them. And how much strain is that? To use light side points? Mm-hmm. It's uh, just one per light side point. Now I have all the dark side points. Mwaha. Ha ha. I'm not really stopping us. I'm kind of just using the force to slam us against the side of the wall and just stick us there. So if you want to take damage, that's cool too. But yeah, that's what I'm doing right now. Just kind of slamming us against the side of the wall. You both slam into the wall. The breath is knocked out of you, but you are inquisitors. You are armored up and everything. You don't actually take damage from that. You're pressed up against the wall and you scramble around a little bit and you don't feel a ladder where you're at. The only thing that is holding you against the wall is basically the force. And we're in complete darkness. So I'm kind of pinning her to the wall and Castian's closing his eyes, trying to focus. And then he states, we need the emergency flares. They're in my backpack. Can you get to them? And you hear her take a steadying breath as well. I can probably feel her breath right on me. And she says, yes. And she begins to reach around you. A little higher. Don't enjoy this. Yes. Being locked in the bowels of Coruscant in a tunnel of pure darkness is exactly my idea of enjoyment. Thank you for reminding me. I thought it would have made you think of home. And you eventually feel her pull a flare out of your pack. Mm -hmm. And she lights it. Do you see anything? Any ladder any exit i'm a generous gm in the sense that i am giving you a light side point (laughs) but i am a less than generous gm in that i say there is no ladder down here and she she you can do you have your eyes closed because you're focusing i am even if i could i can only turn Mm -hmm. my head slightly so i she has the better view because she can look over my shoulder i am staring like at the wall, mm-hmm. holding her there. And you can see from the way the shadows move that she's kind of swinging the torch back and forth trying to see. No, the ladder seems to have, she raises it up, broken off about five meters above us, maybe more. I see the, the doorway we were trying to get through. That's got to be 20 meters up. How, okay. Americanize it for me. <laughs> 20 yards up. Oh, okay. So... We can barely see it. Yeah. That's 60 feet. We don't even have rope that far. Probably not. I'm shouting upwards towards the stormtroopers. We're alive! What level is that? They say that it is level 2293. We'll meet you there. Now remember, your map was for level 2292. And they're 93. Yes, so they are one above where your... Your map led. I tell them to try to get to 92. We're one above, so we want to keep on going down. Mm -hmm. So try to find us on 92. Um, And I remember looking at the map, there was a – you said it was for like a hotel district or something like that, I believe. That sounds about right. (laughs) I'm sorry. I might be making that up. Uh, I say that there's a spa. Like on the map, there's a listing for a spa. Try to find that on 92. We'll get there somehow. And then I just kind of keep on, like, focusing my 
head is already starting to pound. I feel my heart starting to beat. I'm I'm not the best at this. So do you have any bright ideas? We need to keep going down. Do we have any handholds? I will flip the damn white uh, back to, yeah. I will, yes. There, there. It's not a ladder, but there are pipes and stuff that yes. we can grip onto. Not sturdy looking, but there's pipes. Yes. All right. Can you reach one? Can you, she starts to reach and you feel her straining. I need you to move a foot to your right. Oh, this is not going to be easy. And yeah, I'm going to try to accommodate her. So another force point? Yes. I, or you could try to just... Athletics. Yeah. I think that's actually a better choice right now because I don't want to keep on... Can you add your force to your athletics? Do you have that? I do. I have that ability if I want. And how many purple? Two. I got two successes and two dark side points. I'm not going to need the uh, dark side points. But my anger's there. <laughs> As you lean over to get her a little bit closer, she wriggles out of your grip a little bit. She steps on your leg as she uses that to push herself to make the final jump, and she swings on the pipe. We're going to make sure that she makes it. Yes, she does. Oh, thank God. Yep, without even needing the force. Nope, she does use the force. We'll give her that. She'll get a point of corruption. Why not? Darksiders love using corruption. Uh So she, as you see her make the the final leap, you can definitely tell that it is force assisted. Mm. She didn't need you to move. Of course she didn't. I I find a few cracks I can grip onto and I'm going to try to jump over towards the pipes as well. All right. That's going to be another two purple difficulty. Makes sense. Uh, Three successes and two advantages. All right. Great. And I won't use the dark side. I won't use the force. You're just doing it with good old-fashioned ingenuity? Yeah. I'm tired. So my character jumps over, grabs onto the pipes. They rattle a little bit, and they settle down, wait. And since the pipes aren't tumbling to the ground, we will start climbing down them slowly but surely. Yes. And it's going to take a while. So after, like, ten minutes of silence of just us slowly working down... Cassian's going to say... After the, as those ten minutes have gone by, I will note that the flare is getting closer to burning out. What did you mean by, this is like home for me? You've been reading up on me, haven't you? Or perhaps Brandel has leaked a little too much during pillow talk. A good operative always knows who she works with. Mm, I'm surprised you could find anything. What did you find about me? A good operative also knows when to stop talking. There's an entrance hatch. Oh, you're fun. How about you open it this time? I'm a little tired from saving your hide earlier. She snorts, and then you see her in the dying light of the the last gasps of the flare. You see her make the leap across the lift shaft so that she lands on this tiny little lip of where the door would normally open into an actual lift. Mm -hmm. And you see her balance there on her tiptoes as she's pressed flush against the door. And it takes her a minute, but she works her fingers into the doorway, the the tiny crevice between the doors, and slowly pushes them open a couple of inches. You know, it's about six inches wide, just enough for two humans to sidle in sideways. As soon as we get out, 
into this floor. I'm leaning forward, taking a couple deep breaths, trying to hide the fact that I was getting a little claustrophobic in there, but I'm fine. It was, this is just better air that was dusty in there. What does it look like around us? You don't see anything. There's no light in here. I'm going to feel around for any... Do I have any more uh, flares? Yes, you do. Yeah, I pull one out and... The room that you've entered into the area is in ruins. This looks like a bomb went off in here. There are crumbled buildings. There's metal and rock and glass shards everywhere. Do you see kind of what may have been a a street at one point, but it's mostly filled in with rubble? I pull out my map on my data pad, look at it, and look around for any sign of, where the hell am I? Any street signs laying askew or anything like that, or even just numbers on the wall. Give me perception. This is going to be hard, but I'm going to give you the blue die because you do have a reference point with the map. One success, but one threat. Okay. You find a street sign that has fallen on its side. You can't tell whether it was the street going in front of you or the cross street that it was supposed to be at. So there's your threat. You don't know which way it was supposed to be, but you found the coordinate on the map. It's like, all right, we are on this corner, but you don't have enough reference points to know what else is happening. Do you got a credit? Excuse me? Do you have a credit? What for? I roll my eyes and reach into my jacket. Most credits aren't actually a thing. Mm -hmm. They do mint some credits, but those are mostly for outer rim people to use. A lot of credits are mostly like credit cards. Mm Mm-hmm. But I actually have a, an actual credit, and my character flips it. I'm going to flip a dark side point to give you a light side point. Mm-hmm. It is a credit that you have from the mining foreman. I like it. I flip it, grab it, and slap it down on my hand, look down. That way. And then I'm slipping it back into my pocket. What was that for? I figured if we're going to guess, why not leave it to the force? Or fate? An imprecise and illogical way of making decisions, but we shall go this way. And yet, yeah, we're going to continue walking. Castian is hoping he can make, have her eat crow and that this is the right way. He is chewing on the inside of his cheek. If you want to flip one of those coins, I'm totally, uh, I'm not totally okay saying I, I did not choose the right way. <laughs> well, if I flip one of these things, it's, it's going to be for something else. So instead, I'm going to let you roll. Okay. I need you to make a cool check for me. Uh, This is going to be versus two red and a purple. Oh, wow. One success, but one threat. As you are walking down this this side street, you see in front of you a sign. What would a name of a, a spa in ancient Coruscant be? The Jewel of Coruscant. So you see the fallen sign for the Jewel of Coruscant. And you don't see any sign of the, the stormtroopers yet, but who knows where an alternate way down to this level is, so you're not too concerned. We took the expressway. As you are going towards it, you hear a crack in the ceiling. And it is a very familiar sound to you because it is the sound of stone breaking and about to cave in. That's your success. Your threat, because you had a threat, right? Yep. Is going to be a black die to try to get out of the way of a cave-in. Is the ninth sister, does she seem to notice it? She did not at all. At all. She is not rolling too great. 
Yeah, he's going to try to grab her and dive, dive, dive. I will let you use athletics. Uh, it's going to be a black die, and it's going to be three purples. Holy shnikes. Oh, wow. That was, okay. Four successes, one triumph. Dang. One threat, and two light side, but I'm not going to use the light side. I thought you were about to say, and two despair. And I was going to be like, what? <laughs> two despair. I don't think you were rolling any despair dice. You knock her head off. <laughs> what? With that many successes and a triumph, narrate how you and the ninth sister, are you running forward to get past the cave-in to be closer to the spa, or do you want to step backwards so you are cut off from the spa? Uh, you can do either. So we're not in the spa yet. Or no, you have not reached the spa. Well, it's like half a block away. My character, he looks up just as he hears that crack, and he reaches out, grabs the ninth sister by the back of the collar, and he throws them both into what looks to be a very deep fountain. It's empty, of course, it's, right? Yeah, it's an a absolutely yeah. empty fountain. But there's fountain. enough decor above it that it kind of is preventing yeah. the worst of the debris from getting in. Basically, what he does is last minute grabs her, throws them both in, and he roll. They roll on into this fountain as everything collapses. And just to piss her off, since I got a triumph, he lands on top of her and that kind of shields her, so she gets to feel not in control. <laughs> it feels for Castian like a minute goes by of just crumbling, but it's probably just ten seconds. And finally, he lets out a breath. Be very quiet. Why? We don't know if the vibrations of our voice will cause us to fall in deeper. I need to stand up. And I push myself up. And since I got a triumph, this is a very deep fountain. So I can stand up with a little bit of crouching. Mm -hmm. And I'm I'm pulling out another flare, lighting it up. Before you light it, mm -hmm. I'm going to say, because you say that you want a flare, the threat, because you got a threat, mm -hmm. is this is your last flare. I pull out Do my you? lightsaber. Okay. I'm walking very carefully around, using it as a impromptu torch yep. it's not made to be that but it gives me a little bit and i'm just examining seeing if at least we can talk during this mm -hmm. cave in and not worry about this coming down on us mm -hmm. so the fountain that you've dove into it's about the size of a backyard swimming pool mm -hmm. so you've got a, a fairly good diameter to walk around in it's circular it's three meters deep so nine feet ish deep so yes you're definitely able to stand up with some room some debris has fallen through, but it is all smaller pieces. And if you would like, you can give me an education roll with a blue die. And this will be difficulty two. Three successes. You're looking around and the debris that has fallen, you know, as you see through this kind of like crisscross uh, of, of metal beams. You think a little bit like the Unisphere out here in Queens from the World's Fair. So you see this like metal crisscrossing that would have been very decorative and, and beautiful, but now is rusted and gross. So it looks pretty stable above you. As you look at the debris that is falling, you know, your foot kicks it and you pick a piece up. There's too many perfectly smooth sides. There's too many right angles for these rocks and pipes and everything to have fallen naturally. There, it's it's too clean of a cut, yes. you're saying. I wrinkle my nose before saying, stand up, we're fine, we can talk. I believe, just don't scream. I don't scream. 
I walk towards her and hold my lightsaber up and and show her like one of the pipes. She she flinches as you have your your lightsaber up. You know, you can tell it's a very instinctual response to lightsaber in the face. Yeah, and I'm holding up the pipe and it's like someone cut these. Very precise. This was a war zone. Could it have been a a booby trap left over? No, 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 no. The, all several of the pipes they look like uh, yes, it might have been a war zone, but whatever released the mechanism cut these in a matter of seconds. But I'm saying, could it have been an old trap? I spin the, the other end of the pipe, and then I just slice it through with my lightsaber. <laughs> that is what it was like. So unless this trap was booby-trapped with a lightsaber, I don't see how it could have cut through as smoothly the pipe, that pillar, that stone... Different materials. The, the only thing that cuts through them all equally quickly is... And you're holding up your lightsaber. I was waiting for her to talk. It's like a Mr. Wizard thing. What's that to me? <laughs> well, she doesn't talk, but you do hear voices from above. Well, well, brother. Looks like someone has had a little accident. Oh, no, brother. That's so unfortunate. I close my eyes... Deactivate my lightsaber. And do I recognize the voices? Do I know It is these... the fifth and sixth brother. This is not... Did we dub these the property brothers? Yes. They were paired up with different people. They were not sent out together. It's very dangerous down here in the Coruscant Undercity, isn't it? Yes, it is, brother. I'm keeping my cool or trying to. I don't know if she is because I want them to think we're dead. All right. So this is going to be three purple difficulty. Okay. Uh, she got two successes and three threats. She's beginning to get claustrophobic. Uh, I'm actually going to give her strain. I don't have any threats or advantages, but I got a failure. So instead of keeping my cool, I tell myself I'm going to keep it cool. And then suddenly you just, you hear in the darkness, Brothers, how tragic. I suppose this was not your doing. Oh no, is that someone's dying breath? <laughs> and how did you find each other? Weren't you paired with somebody else? Both of you? It's very difficult to keep brothers apart. I roll my eyes. Or so I've heard. We're going to get out of this. And we're going to have a long conversation about workplace safety. You not only have to get out of here, but it's a long climb back to the surface and lots more opportunities for accidents. And they just hear a string of Corellian curses as I lost my cool. So my character is just cursing them and I'm not created enough to say anything that's not like, oh my God, that's really bad. So my character is just cursing. The ninth sister elbows you hard in the <sighs> side. And she mimes holding her finger to her lips because for once, she's the cooler one. She actually mimes to you. She runs her finger across her thumb across her throat, like slitting her throat. And she then kind of pantomimes leaning back, her arms crossed over her chest as if she were in a coffin. I am going to get out of this and I'm going to kill you both. And I'm going to tell Brandel that you killed his apprentice with your foolishness. Oh, her... Darn. Guess it's true what they say, that women aren't cut out for this sort of work. If you think you're going to get a glimmer of anger from me for her death, you're wrong. But you almost killed me. And trust me, this is not the first cave-in that I escaped from. And I will get out of this, and I will find you both, and I will 
rip your spines through your mouth and feed it to each other. Will anything you say matter when we go back to Tremaine and Brandle with proof of what has causing the seismic events? Oh, and you've discovered that, have you? There's nobody else looking. Keep telling yourself that. I'll be out shortly. You hear them chuckling, and their their chuckles trail off as they are obviously abandoning you to your fate. Bastards. Bastards, bastards. Let me think. Let me think. I'm moving around with my lightsaber, staring up at the wall before shaking my head. This is unstable. I mean, it's stable enough, but if we start removing rocks to climb out of it or make a hole, we can't pick our way through of this. I'm not going deeper. The only way out is up. Not exactly. They needed to get water into this thing somehow. Maybe there's an aqueduct somewhere. As I said, I'm not going deeper. She's digging in her heels. There is a, a small small ladder, you know, like they would have for, like, in a pool, honestly, probably used for when they did need to drain this and clean it. And she is climbing up to it, and she's going to just start moving rocks. Could you grab? I yeah, mean, from I, the bottom of a cave-in. Yeah, I'm going to grab her and try to wrestle her away from that idea immediately. So I guess this is a brawl? Yeah. Yeah. Dun, 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 dun. Four successes. All right, what do you do? I throw her off, and before she can even stand up, I'm trying to get her hands behind her back. And I don't know if I succeed or not. Or if- uh, That's going to be another one. Okay. If you'd had advantages, I would have given it to you, but you did not. All right, cool. So, Oh, my God, three successes and a triumph. So you have subdued her. Is this claustrophobia that's kicking in? Is that why she's kind of panning to get out of this thing? It's not, it is a panic attack, but it doesn't seem to be from claustrophobia. That's what I'll give you. Listen to me. If you start pulling rocks from the bottom of a cave-in, it's going to, guess what? Cave-in. It's going to follow the title of the actual event. I can get us out of this. This is not my first cave-in, but I need you to listen to me. Now, if you're... I'm not going to say scared because I know how you hate that word. If you're having an issue, I need you to take a deep breath, focus on holding it in, and then come back to me when you can handle this. And she's going to struggle out of your your grip, and she's just going to stalk off to the other side of the fountain. But she's not making it. There's no, there's no ladder over there for her to climb to try to take apart the cave-in. I'm going to try to find a way out through, I'm still convinced there's an aqueduct somewhere in there. Mm -hmm. You find the aqueduct, but it is also blocked. This just looks like, you know, hundreds of years of stuff falling in this area. So it's, you know, it's, it's not new debris and doesn't look like it was forcefully packed in there. But there is quite a, a bit, you know, you would have to spend some time digging your way out. I think I found a way out. It's a lot safer than actually removing any of the debris on top of us. We will have to remove the debris in the aqueduct, and I'm sure we can move through the sewer system down here until we find some manhole of some sort. See, to dig your way out, I'm going to give you two options. You can make a mechanics roll, because even though this doesn't actually involve machinery, it's still kind of... The idea of using leverage and moving things appropriately, because it's a pretty big viaduct. It's probably about four feet tall, so you could certainly cause a mini cave-in within the aqueduct, or you could use survival. I'm going to use mechanics on this, and what's the difficulty? 
it is going to be a three difficulty. And I need you to get me four successes. One failure. So you are starting to dig your way through and mechanics apparently isn't working. You're trying to apply logic to the situation and it's not working out for you. So you can keep you can keep giving it a, a try, but it, every additional try is going to be a black die. Two successes, two threats. All right. So you have started to you've made some headway on this. And you realize as you have made a fair bit of, of headway, like you've actually cleared the top a little bit so you can begin to see into the aqueduct. You begin to hear voices from outside of the cave-in. It does not sound like the fifth and sixth brother. It's too many voices. I pause and hold up a hand trying to get the... I'm trying to get the ninth sister's attention and then I'm pointing upwards towards the voices. Mm -hmm. She tilts her head. They're not speaking basic. Could be denizens of the deep, I guess. They would still speak a recognizable language. Interesting. Well, I'm not going to shout for help from them. They don't know what they are, or if they're causing the earthquakes, or friend or foe, or if they're ogres, for all I know. Who thought ogres actually existed? We'll wait until they pass. You hear them get closer to the cave-in, and... As they get closer, you can tell that the Ninth Sister was correct. Whatever language they're speaking is not one that you recognize. But they also sound very excited. It's the excitement of children. They're younger voices, and you hear the, the tone of, of being excited of finding something is pretty universal. So they seem to have stumbled across something like your cave-in, and that is causing a lot of excitement amongst this group. You hear maybe four distinct voices? Children, perhaps. What sort of children are down here? Ogre children, for all I know. We can't sit here all day, so just try to be quiet. And we're going to try to quietly start moving things around. All right, give me stealth. This is going to be this is going to be a, a hard roll. This is going to be three because... It's a bunch of debris that you're moving about in a, no, an echoey space. Two successes, one threat. I think that clears it then. We got four successes. It does. It does. The threat is going to come because as the rocks are being removed from above and are beginning to cave in a little bit, you know, it's just a couple of pebbles at a time. It's not a, a drastic emergency yet. But you can hear the voices a little more clearly, and you can make out one word that they're saying in between everything else that sounds like gibberish to you, and it sounds like they're saying mother. Well, I'm thoroughly creeped out. Yeah, we're trying to get out of this aqueduct as, like, we're trying to scurry out of this thing, even if it's just, like, a little hole that I'm able mm -hmm. to, like, cobble out, so we have to worm our way through before those people get to us. I don't know what they're about, but I'm not taking my chances with mother. <laughs> Yes, so you and the ninth sister are both able to yeah, belly crawl your way through uh, an opening that's only about a foot high. So you scramble across this debris and tumble your way into the aqueduct. I think the stars. <sighs> we need to keep moving. They could follow us if they're coming in. Absolutely. Now I'm pulling out my last flare. Last flare. <laughs> Come on. There has to be some sort of ladder leading out of this damn place, and I'm moving, I'm moving off. 
And once you're inside the aqueduct, you know, you had to belly crawl in, but you can like halfway stand up. I said it was about four feet tall. So you're hunched over definitely, but you can walk and the air is very stale. This has obviously been closed off for, for quite a while. So there's actually not too much dust. It's just not good quality air. Uh, both you and the ninth sister are coughing a couple of times as you're just trying to fill your lungs with oxygen and it's difficult. Mm -hmm. You reach a, a T-junction in this aqueduct. You kind of look left and right. Your flare can't really see anything. It seems like from the left, it's a little warmer to the left than it is to the right. That's about all you can get from this. I'm going to flip my coin again. All right. All right. I'm going to roll a force die. And if it comes up... Black, I go towards the warmth. White, I go towards the cold. It's black. I'm heading towards the warmth. It's double black. So you're super going towards the warmth. To the chagrin of the ninth sister, she sees me pull out my credit again and I flip <sighs> it. And then we're, and then I point towards the warmth. Do you have any idea what be, could be causing a temperature variation like that this far down after this long? Maybe an earthquake? She sighs, disappointed in you. Maybe a civilization of some sort. Maybe we'll find out where those children came from. Who knows? And you go to the left. And as you are walking through this, eventually the aqueduct becomes taller, so you're able to stand up straight. Mm -hmm. And you are, are, are walking through here, and uh, suddenly you feel your foot hit water. You've stepped in a puddle. Ugh. I'm lowering the flare to see if it's just a puddle or... Oh, it is disgusting. Or it, it, is it a small puddle or am I getting it's a, it's a It is a small puddle, um, but it is like trash puddle. Ugh. It is like... Think about when you're walking in Manhattan and sometimes you'll feel something drip on your head and you're like, mm, I don't want to know what that oh, is. Oh, it's not raining? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay. this is this is New York summer garbage water. You know, it's a little puddle. It's barely covered the toe of your boot, but... Oh, these are new billion. I wipe them on the side of a wall and I keep on walking. Mm -hmm. And as you walk, you're encountering puddles more frequently. And it's also beginning to stink of garbage. This is good. Clearly, they threw their garbage in this area, which means there's a hole that they threw the garbage through, so we'll be able to escape this way. Just hold your breath. Already am. And yeah, we're going to head deeper into the garbage. And you do, in fact, walk into an ancient garbage disposal. There's almost nothing left recognizable here. Anything that was organic at this point has completely degraded into this sludgy garbage slime. Ugh. There are... The, the aqueduct has finally opened up into a large room with metal walls. You can see the, the plating, like where they were riveted together. But it is rusted and slimy with like three different colors of slime has just trickled down the walls. There's a couple feet of that slime on the floor. You see the occasional glass bottle, tin can sort of thing. But mostly this is biological compost. My character is literally turning his back towards this compost area because he's smart. He smiles at the ninth sister and says, and you say I don't take you anywhere. What was that? 
I spin around. Give me a perception check versus three red, two purple. That's a despair. Yeah, it is. A failure, a despair, and an advantage. An advantage. Can I make a suggestion for my despair? Yes. I turn around and I see just a slight ripple in the water. It's probably something, something fell. It was probably, it's an insect. And then something wraps around my foot and yanks. Yes. And my advantage is I don't drop my lightsaber. <laughs> okay. Something grabs me and pulls me under. Yes. And now we're going to go into combat. Roll me cool because you are definitely surprised by this, Mr. Despair. What are you talking about? I'm cool as a cucumber. Ooh, Ninth Sister got a triumph. I got a success and a advantage. And yet the monster, monster had one die to roll and it rolled two successes so it goes before you. Awesome. Shine on, you shit-eating diamond. (laughs) I think I know what this son of a gun is. So the Ninth Sister gets to go first. So the Ninth Sister is going to attempt to force move you out of the sludge. She can't see what grabbed you, so she is reaching out with the force, essentially, and is going to just try to sense you to move you. Okay. She's able to grab you and lift your head just above the the sludge, so at least you're not going to to drown. (gasps) Unless, you know, the creature goes next and... If I swallow anything, kill me then! I don't want the bacteria to, like, infest my colon and create civilization there. Ew. Do you have... I have one defense. Alright, so that's going to be one black die for it. The tentacle that is wrapped around your leg is going to do six wounds. Or no, it's going to be strength. It's going to do six strain to you, which you can soak. Mm-hmm. And then it's, uh, it has enough successes. It has a skill that lets it commit uh, successes to attack a second opponent. And that's what it's going to do. And so a second tentacle reaches out, wraps around the ninth sister's ankle. And it, it can't drag her in yet because it didn't roll a triumph or a despair like you did. Um, so it just pulls her down to the ground. So she is on the ground now. You are actually taking damage from this tentacle. Cutting off the circulation to your foot essentially is is what is happening. Castian, it is now your turn. As you are (coughs) coughing and sputtering and trying to keep your head above the sludge, you can just barely see something else pop up above the sludge. It is one single eye stalk that looks around a little bit and then ducks back under the sludge. Son of a bitch, I know what this is. I'm trying to use my lightsaber to cut off the tentacle that is dragging me down. Your lower half is still under the sludge, so there's a black die because you can't see it. Uh, It's a a two difficulty. So a black die and what? Two purple. Two successes and one advantage. So you don't quite crit. So how much damage does your lightsaber do? So it gets hit with eight. So it gets hit for eight. Did I get rid of the tentacle on my leg? I will let that be the advantage. You didn't cut it off, so it still has all of its tentacles, but you... Cut a nice chunk down the side and let me go. Yes. Cool. So you are now... You're still in sludge, so you're going to definitely be acting at a disadvantage. You're going to have a a black die to attack so long as you are in the sludge, mm-hmm. uh, unless you're trying to like do something ranged outside of the sludge but you are no longer being dragged down. You can definitely get your head above the sludge and (gasps) breathe again. All right, so the ninth sister, she is now going to try to get the thing off of her leg. 
All right. If she had succeeded, she would have crit. But she did not succeed. Ah. So her lightsaber, you know, she activates it and makes great room room sounds. But she can't quite get it to connect with the the tentacle that is still wrapped around her ankle. And on its turn, it is going to be trying to pull her into the sledge as well. Oh, and it just triumphed. So, yes, she has been dragged into the sludge and is submerged. Castian? I guess I'm going to try to cut her free. Just trying to attack the tentacle that dragged her down. Okay. And it's still two purple and... A uh, black. A black. Four successes and one threat. So I get ten damage on it. And ignores ten points of soak. All right. Your lightsaber cleanly cuts through the tentacle this time. And you hear it give a little whiny cry as that eye stalk pops up above the sludge again. Looks left, looks right, and then it begins to waver. And the eye closes and it falls and slaps against the, the sludge. Apparently dead. It triumphed, so the Ninth Sister is still under the sludge. You're going to need to roll me athletics to be able to pull her out. Or, I'm seeing the face you're making, you can always choose to leave her here. Tremaine would like it. That would probably get me a... Uh, yes, I'm going to tell you, you would get conflict. Like, whoa, if you leave her to die in the no, sludge. No, 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 I'm not going to do I that. I mean, that would be like five conflict. <laughs> yeah. That would be also known as a dick move, I believe is the... The actual term is? Yep. One success, one triumph, two advantages, and one dark side point. Okay. I, if you're using the force, the, the dark side point gives you conflict. I'm not going to use the force. Okay. What's the point? Yeah. I'm diving down, and I'm searching for her, and I can see... She had her lightsaber, right? Yes, she did. And I finally catch the glow of her lightsaber, and I see that she's actually being pinned down by this giant, cleaved-off tentacle. Yes. And I move towards it, get in her face, wave, and then we work together, like one, two, three, and we push it off of her, and we both rise to the surface, yep. gasping for air. <sighs> don't throw up yet. It smells worse. Or throw up. I don't know if that would help. I think I see a ladder over there. Come on. Yeah, we're doggy paddling it there. And yeah, so you cross this garbage pit. And you reach, again, super slimy, gross, rusted, half-hanging-off-of-the-wall ladder uh, that is extremely rickety, but I'm not going to make the two of you roll in order to, to get back up it. I will say, though, you are about halfway up, and you start hearing children's voices again. Oh, God, I don't even care at this point. Uh, yeah, seriously, I they're children. I'm not worried, and I'm just pushing the... There's a, a door. It, it, it's not a, a hatch. You're not going into the ceiling of it. You're very high up the wall. Like, it's probably 20, 25 feet up. You have to climb up this ladder. Mm -hmm. And there is a small, like, wrought iron catwalk mm -hmm. and a metal door. And it's in the side of the wall. Okay. So that's what you're you're walking up to. And, yeah, you can push that door open. I yep. just wanted to give the appropriate visual of how this door is opening. It yeah, is I'm out, not up. <laughs> I'm pushing it outwards. I'm sure it cr it's creaking like a son of a gun. Yep. And my character stumbles out into the fresh underbelly air of croissant <laughs> as if it was the greatest scent known to man. As if this was the fields of a on Hapes itself. 
And as soon as you stumble out, taking those deep breaths, you realize that you are surrounded by children. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Fandible Solo Shot, Star Wars, Force and Destiny. Please follow Fandible on Twitter and Facebook and share this episode on social media. You can also leave a review for Fandible on iTunes or your podcatcher of choice to help others find us and enjoy games like this one. You can also be found on Patreon if you wish to make a monthly donation that helps us keep our equipment up to date and travel to gaming conventions to meet listeners like you. But most importantly, always remember, may the Force be with you.